Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's mortgage mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, and today I have with me Mitch Russo. And I'm so excited because Mitch and I met at an event called New Media Summit, which is for podcasters. And so he's a great podcaster. The name of his podcast is Your First Thousand Clients. And so if you're listening and you're going, whoa, wait, what's that? First Thousand Clients? That's what we're going to help you get today. So I want to uh, first welcome Mitch to the show, and then I'll tell you all about him. Hi, Mitch. How you doing? Great, Jen. Thanks for inviting me to the show. It's exciting to be with you today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to learn from you. I always learn from my shows. So I want to uh, first say that if you're listening for the first time, welcome to our community. I hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you've been listening several for the last several years, because we're approaching our five-year mark, I just want to say thank you so much for your support and continue to please pay it forward by handing out and passing out the information about this podcast to all of your colleagues. So without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about Mitch. Um, again, his podcast is called Your First Thousand Clients. And he, what he really focuses on is providing custom tribe building services for his clients, right? And, he would, and we're going to hear all about that. He was nominated for Inc. Magazine's Entrepreneur of the Year on two separate occasions, once in 1989 and then once again in 1991. So he comes to us with a lot of experience. He joined his longtime friend Chet Holmes and Tony Robbins, and together they created Business Breakthrough. Breakthroughs International, a company serving thousands of businesses a year with coaching, consulting, training, etc. And he was the president and CEO. He has published The Invisible Organization, which is a CEO's guide to transitioning a traditional brick and mortar into a virtual organization, which is what most of us have anyway these days as we're out gallivanting and being entrepreneurs. He published his second book called The Power Tribes, How Certification Can Explode Your Business, which I love, by the way, and I want to talk about that too. And again, his podcast is fantastic and it focuses on discovering the secrets of success from business owners who have served a thousand clients or more. And so I really love it. I really love it. And in fact, I love one of the episodes I was listening to is mixing tech and high touch. And, you know, I do that a lot too, but I just really like that one episode. And um, so I can't, I don't know if you remember the number, I doubt it, but if you get a chance to listen to that one, that one's a really, really good one. So Mitch, um, gosh, I'm just so excited to talk to you. So do us a favor and tell us how you got to this place. I mean, why, how did you get to the point where you had more than a thousand clients, but where does it all start? Where does it stem from? 
Sure. Well, I guess my the first time I had a thousand clients was when I started a software company back in the 1980s, early 90s. And we grew quite slowly in the beginning, but then PR is actually responsible for changing our entire trajectory. We got some great PR and the company exploded. And we ended up, by the time I sold the company, we had over a quarter million clients. So the thing we were doing is we were selling both a physical product and providing a service. So in the beginning, I got to know my first 10,000 clients myself, having either sold them directly or sold them from stage. So either they had met me or I had met them. And so you learn a lot. <laughs> with yeah. A oh, yeah. Clients. I mean, you, yeah, getting through that. And I think that that's, you know, being able to say how many clients you served, how many hours you've coached, how many loans you've done or homes you've sold or widgets you've sold is pretty powerful. So what was the product? What was the software product? It was called Time Slips. And it was a time tracking system for lawyers and accountants. Yeah, crazy. And they needed it back then. <laughs> they were they doing still both. do. They yeah. still do. I know a lot of them still do it by hand. That's yeah. funny. That's great. So that then progressed. And how'd you meet Tony and Chad? Well, while I was building Time Slips, this pesky sales guy kept bugging me about buying advertising. And that turned out to be Chet Holmes. Huh. And so he was so persistent that finally I gave in and said, okay, if you make me this kind of a crazy deal, I'll buy advertising from you. And he did. So we became friends. And over the years, we watched each other's families grow up. We became really, really close friends. And one day out of the blue, he called me and said, look, I need your help. And uh, long story short, I ended up helping him and he invited me to help him build this company, which I did. And then he announced that um, he's going to have his first meeting with Tony Robbins. Wow. Uh, and so he's, he'd been trying to get a meeting with Tony for 17 years. Oh my gosh. That's he's, persistence. He's he a sounds like he's guy. persistent. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. He asked me to join him on the meeting and I said I would. And we started talking about how the three of us can build a company together. And that's what happened. We built a company together and it was an incredible experience to be working with Chet and Tony directly until Chet got sick with leukemia and eventually he passed away. But it was um, up until that point that we had just about hit a $30 million per year sales mark with that company. And once again, thousands and thousands of clients. So I had hit that number several times. And what I noticed is that it's a fairly consistent process of going to a thousand clients, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're uh, selling software or training or coaching or consulting. And so I became fascinated with that. And that's why I started the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. And it's such a great niche too, because the only people that can be on there are people that have had a thousand clients because they have that experience, you know. So if someone's listening and they haven't had a thousand, let's start there. Yeah. Let's start about building tribes. How do you get to a thousand clients in as fast as you possibly can, right? In as little time as possible. What are some of the things that you've learned about since you started businesses over and over? What are some of the things that you've learned that become the foundational pieces of that? Well, the foundational components of a company are having a great product, letting people know about it, and then making an offer that is reasonable and sometimes even ridiculously cheap. And so that's when I started Time Slips, we offered 
time and billing software for $99 when it was normally going for thousands of dollars. So it got people's attention right away. And some people bought it because it was so cheap just to try it out. Others waited until there were reviews and started to trust us. And we were reviewed as the top product 18 months after we launched the company. So sometimes price is a great way to start. Other times it takes building a story like a coach or a consultant or a real estate agent needs to build a story and needs to build at least a small base of people who will sing their praises. And I think that's what we're all in the business to do is to build that reputation. So tell me about some of the stories that you've heard that have resonated with people. Because, you know, the first thing that came to my mind when you said something about story is about Tom, you know, about Tom's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. That every time you buy a shoe, he, he gives shoes, I mean, not a shoe, but a pair of shoes, <laughs> that he gives a pair of shoes to someone that doesn't have it. And his whole story is about how, you know, he went to a foreign country and saw that, you know, that they didn't have any shoes and he wanted to make an impact on the world. So can you give us an example of some stories that you've heard that, that have resonated and really attracted clients? Sure. Well, that's called an involved enterprise. And that entire process has been well documented by Yannick Silver in his book of the same name. And it's really all about companies that give something away when they sell something. Yeah. And it's a great way to garner publicity. And it's also a great way to give back to whatever community that you're in, whether it's the community of man or smaller. You know, another thing that we had in Dallas, Texas is quite a very popular realtor in Dallas, Texas, who said that if you sign with me, you won't have to do anything but move in. And, you know, of course, we would laugh, but then we would read some of her testimonials and she wasn't kidding. She did everything. She took over the entire process. She dealt with your mover. She dealt with your post office. She dealt with every single aspect of what it would take. And I mean... There were people lined up to work with her. She was just so smart. So building a tribe around a, a process is a great way, a reputation. It's a great way to start getting to know people and getting people to know you. And one of the ways you do that is by teaching before selling. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know if, if you have meetup in your area, you could start a meetup group very easily and you could get people together. And the name of the meetup could be, and I'm just making this up, but it could be something like uh, buying my first house. Yeah. And you could meet every week and talk about all of the ways that people can, ways that, and you could have people come in who can provide financing and tell their story. So the idea is to teach before selling because that's how people get to trust you. And I'm, I know you know this. This is a very. Yeah, well, I call it edu selling. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because you're educating before you're selling and it's a service call, not a sales call. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing is, of course, is that there are many times that we give away our services before we try to sell so people can get to know us and have some confidence in who we are and what we do. That's another way. But the tribes that I build, just to be very clear, Mm -hmm. are in order to certify people. Now, I'm not sure this has application exactly in your industry, but in my world, a certified coach can charge more has more gravitas, can get leads from the client that they're certified from, and yeah. can build a profession around being certified. So yeah. that's the type of certification. Well, and I think that that can be applied to any business though, you know, because yes. if you are, you know, leveling up your skill set and, you know, obtaining all the designations that you possibly can have, I think that that 
goes a long way to the loyalty as well because it shows Absolutely. that you're you care about the practice that you're trying to build. Exactly. And I guess from one standpoint, having certifications is a good way to say to people, look, I'm qualified. I know what I'm doing here. I'm certified in these three things. Mm-hmm. But providing certification, if you're the company that's actually providing the certification, oh, yeah. that's an incredible business model. And it's one that I help clients with every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, maybe anybody who's listening could think of a certification. <laughs> They'd like sure. to know. Sure. Actually, no, there's, there's actually the, a real estate agent that I coach that, that has been talking about, why don't we have this certification out in the marketplace? And so we can talk about it offline. But yeah, she really wants to know why realtors don't have this one particular certification. And, uh, you know, it'd be great if she could start it. And, and of course, it's very heartfelt. It's an organization, a foundation that's very close to her heart. And, you know, so it, it just has all the breedings of those, you know, those types of uh, businesses and people that would be attracted to them. Okay. So, you know, I love these ideas of, you know, maybe you shave your price a little bit just to get more exposure. You know, it's about, it's about educating before you're selling, you know, teaching classes, maybe starting a a meetup or two. I love the niche that the realtor had, you know, that was her niche. Her niche was a service niche Mm -hmm. um, in as much as it could be a product niche or whatever, so that you can become that master influencer in your area where people, you know, know that that's what you do. So let's say someone's on their way and they're finally getting a bunch of clients, you know, and they're getting, they're getting, um, you know, to a capacity that now they have other problems. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not building the tribe. Now the tribe's built, it's taking care of the tribe. So what are some of the things that you learned, you know, when you talked about your business that did, you know, 250 million, that you had over 10,000 clients, you know, what kind of transition happens there that ensures that they get the same type of service and the same type of you that they expected when you were smaller? Yeah, it comes down to culture more than anything else. And what we have is a culture course. And we teach how to create a deliberate culture for your tribe once you start the process of building it. It's very hard to install culture after the tribe is in place because usually by then it's chaos. Yeah. Uh, that's your culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We have a culture of chaos. You're right. I mean, that's truly what it is because in the beginning it's I need leads. I need people. Now I have all the people. Now what? You know, and everything starts falling through the cracks. So in the courses that you're teaching people when you do the certification, are you doing the certification and then saying, oh, by the way, we need culture? Are you building that into the certification from the very beginning? We build it in very much from the, from the very beginning. In fact, it's one of the first things that we do. I work with the CEO of the company to find out what their why is. I want to yeah. find out what their true passion is. And we use that as the basis for building their culture. Yeah, I love that. You know, and there are a lot of managers and a lot of owners of companies that are listening in on this podcast. So we want to make sure that they know that you're available for them to reach out to if they want to fix their culture because mm-hmm. <laughs> they may be so far in here. And I assume that you help them with fixing the culture too. So let's assume that we have clients, we have a great culture. Now what's in store for the company? What happens next? I mean, we just hum along at that pace with the culture? Is there something else that needs to be built in? There's a lot that goes forward from there, as you can imagine. So there's two big steps that come at around the point that you described. 
The first is systems. You have to make sure that you up-level your systems. And you have to be looking to do that at every step because yeah. systems that got most people to where they are won't get them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we help people assess the systems they have and eventually transition those to higher-powered, more capacity, faster ways of, of working with people and consolidating. The second thing, of course, is the owner themselves. Is this the life that they want? You know, right, we, so back a lot back. of times, exactly. I work with people who are running a successful company, but they're completely burnt out. Their wife wants to divorce them and they hate their job, which is literally what they have at that point. So my job is to do is to help them transition to a place where they get to back to enjoying their life again. Yeah. Well, and not even just the job, I mean, hating their job or the, you know, the, the overwhelm or the divorce or whatever, but physically, you know, mm-hmm. they're a mess too, because they don't take care of themselves and it's all, it's, it's just driven and they're trapped. I mean, it's like being in prison. I love that you say that because that's a lot of the stuff that, that I coach in as well for the small entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yep. for the mortgage person and thing. But, but yeah, no, I think that that's really important um, because, you know, I think what happens is that people plant a seed. Someone plants a seed at a company and says, you know, you're really good at this. You might want to consider having a business like this. But now they have to take care of all aspects of it. The sales piece, even if they're not a salesperson, the HR, even if they're not an HR person. And so they get really trapped into, you know, having to be everything for everybody. So I love that you're, you know, really helping them go on to the next level, which I got to talk to you about, by the way, too, because I'm going to be starting a new podcast called From Success to Significance, Life After Breaking to Glass Ceilings. (laughs) That's what happens. We go, what do we do now? Now what? Now what do we do with our lives, right? Exactly. Really cool thing to, uh, you know, to see that. So let me ask you another question. This is more on the personal side. You know, what drives you? What's your passion? You know, your passion is to help these people get more business and stuff, but what's your passion for you? Well, I just returned from a place called Myanmar, formerly named Burma. It's in Asia. Mm-hmm. And I was there for two weeks with really just one purpose, and that's to photograph. That's my passion. I oh, wow. travel the world with my camera. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So now what are you going to do with that? Well, I guess what I do is I build galleries online and I put them up on my website. And at that point, I just do that. I I used to, years and years ago, my employees prompted me to enter a contest and I won the contest. And the, the good news was it was nice to win a contest, even though I didn't want to enter it. And then from there, I was... um asked to exhibit all over the country. And I started to exhibit and I had been in several, but honestly, it was starting to take so much of my time that now photography was work and it wasn't pleasure anymore. So I just chose to stop doing that and focus entirely on just the travel and making the photos. And, you know, I guess there are people who buy my pictures, but it's not what I'm here to do. Right. I don't even know but now what you're focusing on. Yeah. 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 No, I, I definitely can resonate with you on that. You know, we were just, I was just talking to someone the other day about them saying, well, you know, how big do you want your coaching company to be? And, you know, it could be the biggest and baddest and best. And I like, yeah, you know, I already had my empire. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to enjoy and give back to people and make some money in the process. Right. But I just want to be able to to give back to people and, you know, condense their learning curve and, you know, by my experiences and stuff. And, so I definitely can understand that, you know, that thought process. 
So tell us, what are you reading right now that is inspiring you? Oh, it's funny you should ask. Okay. Captivate. Awesome. Book. I love that. Yeah. This is one of those books where my girlfriend bought this for me and um, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll stick it on the, you know, the stack of books that's about three feet high. Oh, I know. I know. I got that stack too. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, hey, I'm reading this book. It's really, I think you're going to love it like three times. I said, yeah, okay, I guess, you know, and I opened the book and I start reading and I said, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. So it's so captivating this, for you as well. It's captivating. Yes, it's captivating. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about what it is. Is it how to captivate uh, clients or is it? Uh, you know, it's more about learning how to use simple, I guess you'd call them personality hacks to do well when you socialize, to go to networking events and do a better job at that. But it's also a way of getting more self-confidence in yourself by raising your skills uh, in that area and in basic communication with people. So it's simple things like how to provide a great handshake, but it's also some very subtle psychological things too, which I love. They're little hacks about the way people are. And there's great ways of evaluating others relatively quickly as well. So I love doing that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's a really good <laughs> that stuff. Well, yeah, because it's always the question of, you know, are you captive? Well, again, I've heard that before. Are you captivating or are you, you know, in a position where you're trying to get everyone's attention? And there's two different, there's two different things in that, right? Exactly. One is people are drawn to you and the other is you're going, hello, hello, and ringing bells and trying to get everybody's attention and be everybody's friend. Thank you for sharing that book. And thanks for sharing a little bit about what you're learning in it too, because I you know, love um, asking everybody, you know, what they're reading. And gosh, you know, anybody who's listening to this would have 52 be books a year to have to read as a result of the podcast. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah. So what is your favorite quote? Oh, God. Um, you know, there are, there are several. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't, I don't have it memorized. But Steve Jobs happens to be someone I admire. Probably a million people admire Steve Jobs. But one of the things that he said in, in a graduation speech that he gave at a university was to be true to yourself. And there's probably no better way to do that by, than by honoring your own needs. And I think a lot of people put their needs to the side for like their partner's needs or their company's needs. But if you honor your own needs, it's the way of staying happy. And to me, being happy is what we're all here to do. That's the primary goal of, of being here on planet earth and and i'm doing my best to live that every day yeah i love that absolutely i'm going to look it up because i want to know exactly how it goes you know i coach on lifestyle business mastery about you know recognizing what you want in your life to honor yourself right and mm -hmm. then build your business around it rather than building the business and trying to squeeze everything else in yep and that's exactly what you're doing you know as you elevate people up into these you know different levels in their businesses so Mitch, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, if someone who's an entrepreneur is listening or a CEO of a company or a manager of a company that wants to get their CEO in touch with you, what is the best way to reach out to you? You can just email me, mitch at mitchrusso.com, or you can just go to mitchrusso.com and you could read all about the things I do and some of the projects and some of the clients that I've worked with. That's wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you. 
Mitch, thank you so much for sharing this with me. It's fascinating what you're doing. And I love that you're helping these businesses, you know, get to this capacity and then really leave a dynasty for, you know, their families on the backside of it. And, you know, the techniques and tricks that you gave us for those of us that are in smaller, a smaller group of people, you know, to uh, get that loyalty to come in. I absolutely love those ideas. So, you know, we don't have to do the same thing every single day. We can be out there, you know, giving to charity. We can be out there giving someone a break on a price. We could be niching ourselves so that, you know, we're attracting these clients. So thank you so much for all of those wonderful ideas. I I hope that everyone will take those and put those into action. And, you know, the result will be that they'll have a thousand clients if they don't have them or 10,000 in the year or two to come just by what you've said today and what they've heard today. So thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Absolutely. So everybody, again, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful and so honored whenever I know that you're listening and providing me all the feedback. Please take Mitch up on his offer to connect with him. If you think that this is something that will resonate with you and you're looking to up-level the number of clients you serve and in the manner you serve them, And I look forward to chatting with you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's lifetime membership program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.